0: You are listening to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. Don't forget, whatever stage of life you're walking through, or sometimes stumbling, it's important to look above and
1: anchor yourself to the one who controls it all. The best part of life is finding your people, people who walk with you through the fire. That's what we're here for daily inspiration burning questions answered, and how to always look above. I'm Brooke. And I'm
0: Peyton. And we are Struggling Struggling Beautifully. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Struggling Beautifully podcast.
1: Hey, guys.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. So today's podcast is going to be a very interesting one. I think it's something that needs to be talked about. And it's growing up in an age of social media. So the reason why I want to talk about this today is because it is so prevalent in our world. We're the first generation to be so immersed in social media and honestly that's kind of scary because at times it can feel like there's no one to look up to our parents haven't been so in tune with social media of it controlling their entire life so it's like who do you go to to look for guidance. Um, Let's face it, social media is no longer what it used to be. It has become something more complicated. It has become part of our everyday lives. 90% of teens have social media, and out of that 90%, 54 of those teens have admitted to getting their news primarily from social media. Social media is forming our minds and our lives in many ways, and it's crucial we know how to balance it. If social media has been said to be the worst thing to happen to our generation, well, then why do we still have it? And we have it because it's entertaining and also because in itself, it wasn't supposed to be this bad. Social media has its highs and lows. And that's what I want to start off talking about today is our experience of social media um, and how if it's so bad, back to that question, why do we still have it? And I think my life, I've really thought about that question a lot of like why do I still have social media if it's supposed to be this terrible thing like there has to be something else that's good to it so I'll start off talking about that and then Brooke will catch up and we'll probably talk about some things so my journey as we go but I'll just start and I'm I'm gonna be honest I love social media I'm on it probably more than I need to be um out of all the apps that I use it's probably like social media definitely is over the bible app and that's something that I will admit to um, but I think it's because social media has this thing where like my basketball team, I'm in high school and we shoot TikToks before every single game. And it's just something that we do. It's fun. And we bond and we share TikToks and talk about it. And we post pictures and we go, oh, girl, you're so cute. Oh, yeah, this is this, and that. And it's like a fun community. And I think that's the good part about it is just that I can be able to connect with my friends one on one, especially my friends that like if I move away from them, I'm still kind of immersed in their life, you know, um it's also yeah it's also a way to like express art I know a lot of people have art and they like to post it on there and I like to see like their
1: dances or like what they come up with aesthetic of the Instagram
0: exactly or like seeing Brooke like Brooke posts Lily some well not as much she used to but she used to post Lily often and get
1: into why I don't post
0: Lily as much we will talk about that but like whenever I saw that I was like oh my gosh I feel like I'm so connected to Brooke now we have like a Google photo sharing thing but it I I loved it because I got to see my niece um also Christian TikTok I know that's a big one um Brooke probably is not as in tune with it because (laughs) are you calling me old (laughs) no No, it's just more of a high school generation thing, which TikTok is very interesting because I feel like TikTok used to be called musically. And I remember having it and being insecure. Oh, yeah. And oh my gosh, I went through a text messages, Brooke, and there were some crazy TikToks and I'm kind of embarrassed. But anyways, <laughs> um, you post things on there and it's funny for the moment, but then you age and it's like really, really old. Um, but I remember being embarrassed about it, but now it's like this huge thing. Um, and so I think that's interesting. I want to, um, also talk about like all these things of like connecting with your friends. I was listening to this Ted talk and it's called why pop culture by Alexander Felipe. I think is how you say his name. And he said that basically on one hand, and it's talking about pop culture and social media, which I thought was an interesting take was like, on one hand, we have important things in life, right? Like politics, religion, social issues, cultural values, and beliefs. On the other hand, we have the fluff the type of stuff that goes viral that we consume by the billions people that we just dismiss as trivial and unimportant. He goes on to define pop culture as a universal language that manages in all of its trivial glory to make us dream and smile and connect us across racial and political and social divides. Um, And he goes on to even say that it's something about us. It's something that shows our better nature and it's about our better nature. And he was talking about like all these memes like grumpy cat and how like even though we are from different political stances how we can both agree that that's funny i thought it was an interesting take but in that whole ted podcast you also mentioned that religion and cultural issues divide us and i thought that was a good point because we can't just ignore what pop culture and media has migrated to be so yeah why we might connect over funny stuff or pictures we still like social media, this is why I was saying that it's becoming so much more complicated because it is feeding us with this religious content or this political content that's like facing us back to back. And I think if you've seen TikTok, I'm specifically on Christian TikTok and there was this one video of this girl and she made this song about how like God was a freak God or whatever. And she was, it was very controversial. And then you have the Christian community and the atheist community battling each other and that's not what god has called us to do and that's kind of the more darker side of social media and that's where i'm going to go into my lows is because although i've had so much fun i know that the enemy uses these quiet times and these quiet places to bring up pain and like implement like plant little seeds of insecurity um, I felt lonely. I felt unworthy. I've used social media. I've been deceptive before I was saved at a very young age. And even now, I'm learning how to balance. I'm learning how to guard my heart and how how much should I put out? How much of myself should I be sharing online? Like I want to be vulnerable, but I don't want to be so vulnerable that you know my life completely because that's dangerous. Um, and even now, like with guarding your heart, I can be on Christian TikTok and if you know the For You pages this specifically for people who are on TikTok, you know, there are these, um, what do you call them? Algorithms that are supposed to bring up things that are like into what you like, but sometimes I'll be going through and then I'll scroll past and Brooke's gonna be so scared by this. (laughs) And, um, there'll be like a live video of somebody like doing like the spirit sticks or like something that's satanic or something that's like inappropriate. Like very inappropriate content will come up and I can't control that. And I think that's something that bothers me is that this should be going towards what I like, but the enemy is still using it by planting things in there that I can't control. And I just see it. Um, so that's just been my experience. What's been your experience, Brooke?
1: I think it's going to be interesting to you Peyton, and our listeners, um, which we need to get more people on here so tell your friends because we're wanting to promote. do a giveaway. Yeah. We're almost there guys. Like we're literally like
0: I think we have 89 we're trying to get to 100. Like guys, the stuff's already yes. in its cute I'm having to have self-control over here.
1: I know because you're going to want to take it. And I love um the company that we got our, and this is not this is not paid. So I'm just saying this because I um, love the company that we ordered from because I am currently listening to their podcast every day, um, for a day through the Bible. But that's why some of the things that I think are super cool about social media is being able to connect to other people that are interested in the same things that you are, um, really touching in with friends. And for me, coworkers that, I've met along the way. And I think that that's um, something that I truly enjoy about social media. Um, I know I'm going to age myself a little bit right now by saying that the biggest thing for me right now is Facebook. (laughs) And yeah, I don't even know how to use Facebook that well. So I know I just (laughs) I have so many people on Facebook that like I keep in touch with over Facebook and even not even just Facebook, but like Facebook messenger. And I am the world's worst for, and you know, this pay and probably more than <laughs> anybody, but I'm the world's worst to reach out to somebody or to be in a conversation with somebody and just like ghost them, not ghost them, but just like <laughs> not respond back for days on end, not just hours like days. She's a busy Um, woman. It's
0: okay. I understand it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so I think that that's, you know, one thing that I have enjoyed is being able to see all these people that I went to middle school, elementary school with, um, that have children and seeing their children and seeing their lives and it's super cool. And I think that that is something that I love and I'm going to pull up my phone because I have some things on here that I have thought about over the last couple of days about social media that is positive. And of course, there's always a negative side of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the things that I saw, which was quite interesting, is that social media has a reinforcing nature. It wants you to be, it wants to reinforce you to, for the positive. So like using it activates your brain's reward system by releasing dopamine, which is a feel good thing in your body that you get from things like it's a feel-good chemical not it's a feel-good thing it's a feel-good chemical <laughs> linked to pleasurable activity. so social media is literally designed to be addictive um and because it releases this feel-good endorphin or um did I say that right feel-good yeah. dopamine in your system to want you to connect and continue to connect because it makes you feel good so like Mm -hmm. if you get a lot of likes on something it's like oh yeah Yeah. people like me that's awesome I love this and you continue to want to do that um and Mm -hmm. on the same time as you're doing that you're also watching other like things on there so for instance I am pretty I would yeah I would say I'm pretty obsessed with um Instagram reels yeah that is where I'm at right now and it's (laughs) Like the old woman TikTok. (laughs) And that's fine. I'm fine with that because a lot of it actually is people's TikToks that end up on um, Instagram reels. But it started out off as this funny thing. And I would see hilarious videos that I would literally crack up at. (laughs) And then I would send them to Ben and we would crack up over them. Yeah, whatever. But then I started noticing that what I was pulling again, touching on the ideas of algorithms, I would touch, I would pull in things that would ultimately, I think the enemy was using for my destruction. Um, And that was something revolved around sadness, like the sad things that can happen to children. Um, And one of the big things that I've been heavy on is childhood cancers. And I have connected with some of these moms. And so I've, I've followed this one um, little girl's mom's story. And once I followed that child's story, then all of a sudden, all of these things, because of my algorithm now that I'm interacting with, I interacted with one person, and now all these other things are flooding in. And now I'm, I'm interacting with them, and I'm stopping on their post. And now the enemy is using this to destroy me. And I can't, I would, I remember sitting in my bed and no longer was I like joyful and happy and laughing and giggling at my Instagram reels. I was now like ugly crying in my bed, Mm -hmm. contemplating what the heck was going on in my life because of interacting on Instagram to something that was so heavy on my heart. And I had to ultimately take the necessary steps to remove myself from that situation. And then I deleted all social media and kind of took some time away and I'm back on. So that shows you how great my willpower was, but it was a good break to really get in, get in tune with why do I have social media and like, what am I really doing on social media? Am I using it for the glory of God and, or am I using it to feel sad and to continue this downward spiral of anxiety that I was in at that time? So I think that that's just a little, that, that's like the tip of the iceberg to my whole social media yeah. life because I also stopped social media multiple different times. This was the most recent one Why I stopped. The one before that I was off social media for a little bit, and I'll just talk about it for a second, was when I was pulling away from a friend group that was negative for me. And I found myself looking at their, their um, stories and their posts and craving, wanting to be with these women that God was ultimately pulling me away from like mm. quite literally cutting ties with these women. And I was in return, disobeying him and not listening to him because I was continually falling back into trying to mold myself to who they wanted me to be drinking, partying, all of these things. And God was trying to tell me, Hey friend, you are getting ready to be a mother. You are. I am leading you to the path of being a mother. I was not talking to my church group friends. I was not investing time with them. I was actually choosing to not be with them in order to go be with these other girls that were not where I wanted to be. And so real quickly that got cut off and I finally had to say, Brooke, delete it, get off of it, get rid of them. You're continually falling into this, that the enemy is trying to create you and mold you into the person that he wants you to be. Not the person I want you to be, not the person that is going to be a good mother, an active mother, an involved mother, a good wife, a good friend. And whenever I did that, I became more involved in church. I became more involved with my faith. That's when we ended up conceiving Lily. And I, my best friends now are the ones that I was pushing away to be in this culture that I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, and it's changed my life. So there's so many good things to social media. It's an outreach, it's an outreach to people now because so many ha- people have it. Like you said, 90%. And connections are good. Like yeah. we're meant to have connections, but yes. I think the
0: enemy's using it to like do what the Brooke story. is talking about and to destroy us. And I think that's why we need to learn about how to balance these things. And I'm just going to go to this second question. I'm skipping over the one before this. Cause I just think that your story just like really led into this and, um, what you're talking about, about how social media, what gives off this, um, chemical that makes you want to continue to go back to it I think that's crazy um excuse my dogs um because back to what I I think I talked about this in one of the other podcasts about um that Fox News thing where people make money off of you interacting so actually social media in a way is worked off of sinful people as well like there are people who like make money off of you interacting with this app so how much do they really care about your well-being um, and I think that's hard because I think us as a society is finding our worth in social media that's ran by humans that have no idea who we are and don't care who we are, rather than rooting our life in the truth of scripture by somebody who knit us together in our mother's room, wombs and specifically created us and knows us by name. Um, and what you were saying about your friends um, and how like you, you dismiss your friends and you're with this certain group of people and how social media like continuously like led you in you know what i'm trying to say like when you were going off with your friends like in a simple pattern of life and -hmm. social media was kind of fueling that and you had to take a step away that's what i'm talking about that's actually my conversation um it kind of reminded me of this podcast that i listened to with jenny allen and sadie robertson and you actually said it of like why am i on this app like why do i need to be on this app And it reminded me of the verse, like, why gain the whole world and lose your soul? Social media is entertaining. But if we say that social media is destroying our mental health and it's taking our soul, is it, is it that entertaining? That's enough to take our soul and ruin our, like, really, we need to have priorities. Like there has to be something to it because physically, if you think about logically as a human being, if something is hurting you, you don't you don't keep going to it,
1: but we are. And that's why I think Think there's more, how much it stills. Think about how much it stills your time. Like when you just for five, just right now, think about the last time that you were with your, and like all of our listeners, your significant other, your friends, your family, your children, what were you doing? Were you engaging in conversation regarding your day, your life, what's going on? Or were you sitting there on your phone, mindlessly scrolling because that was giving you that feel good emotion, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is funny. And it like makes you take a, take away. Like I am guilty. I sit in bed most nights and scroll through Instagram reels instead of spending that one-on-one time with my husband that I end up craving shortly after. Um, so I think that it's important to look at, like you said, your priorities, yeah. like what's important, like, is it really that important to see what everybody else is going through in their life? Because what that ultimately does to you is that makes you now have an idol. Now yeah. this is an idol to you. Your social media, your cell phone, all of these things are now an idol to you because you are putting that above what God wants for you. You're yeah. putting it above your relationship with God because instead of sitting there mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, I could be listening to the podcast that's helping me read through the Bible, Bible that I've learned so much through
0: you know, yeah. and you, and you feel so guilty. Like I find myself scrolling through social media, like wasting five hours and then not being in the word for like three days. And then I'm like, I was thinking about God, but I never made time for God.
1: You know what yeah. I mean? And that's how you have a relationship with God. We've yeah. said that before. You can't have a relationship with God. If you don't spend time with Him. just yeah. like, I don't have a relationship with you. If I don't spend time with you.
0: Yeah. Same thing. And, Same and, and the enemy is very crafty and like fooling us into thinking that this is fun and this is what our brain needs but really it's like he's so interesting he does this thing where he's like oh i i love you kind of and i i wanna i want to let you do what you want to do but really, once you do what you want to do, I'm going to kill you for it. And I'm going to tell you that you're terrible and I'm going to condemn you because there's a very big difference between this going back to conviction and um, guilt. And I think the enemy guilts you with social media and God is trying to convict you probably through this podcast, too, of just convicting you to look at your life. God comes with clarity. So in this podcast, I don't want you to listen to it and feel guilty of like, oh, I spend so much time on my phone. This is probably why my relationships are crumbling. This is probably why I'm not as close to God. Like, yeah. but. God can use all bad things for good. And I think that's yeah. important. So yeah. I want, I want to address, I want to give you a few things to go by. If you're thinking that today, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, wow, like that is a hard question, but I feel like I can't get off. I want to give you some points and then I'm going to let Brooke give you some points of what she thinks might help you with this. The first point is I think that you should set limits and boundaries. You know, that you need to guard your heart because your heart is a sequel above all else. There are certain limits and I'm not saying it has to be the same for everybody. Um, because we're not, we're not in a legalistic thing right here. Like we're not, God is not like you have to do exactly this, this isn't That's not how God is. And I think sometimes in our sin, I know in my sin, I try to set rules. And if I don't follow it, then I'm like, oh wow, I suck. And really, God paid it all. So remember that when you're setting limits. But I think setting limits is crucial, whether that's going to bed at a certain time, setting that time, or um, if you are setting a limit of, Hey, I'm going to set this amount of time and I'm not going to be on social media like Brooke has taken some times off, like whatever it needs to be, like you can either completely delete it or just, you need to set a limit of time of how much you are on your phone. Um, the next one is, um, the social media that causes you to sin. cut it out completely. That goes back to my point is, is it really worth your soul that you are being entertained? Um, and yes, I did get that from, from Sadie Robertson, but she was really like, she was spitting facts and that like, really no social media is worth your soul. And so you need to make that decision that your soul and your mental health is more important than your entertainment. Cause you can find entertainment elsewhere. You can choose to go on a walk. You can choose to read your Bible. You can choose to the next point, get in community, go talk to people like Brooke did, cut off social media. And she found new friends like God blesses you. And I think that's really important. The next one is to anchor to truth. So Jenny Allen and Sadie Robertson, again, we're talking about how sin separates us from God. Isaiah 59, 2 says, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. So check your life, and if you're anxious, ask yourself, what am I filling my heart with? Because do you know that verse where God is saying, um, I forget the exact verse, but it says, do not be afraid, but he says, for I am with you. God doesn't just say, do not be afraid. He says, do not be afraid because I am with you. But if we know that sin separates us from God, then when we are away from God, no wonder we're we're anxious. Yeah, and we're scared because God is what helps us not to be afraid. And you need to be walking in truth with him in order to be firm and controlled and okay. But what social media does is as you've seen, it takes you from your Bible. It takes you from community. It takes you from relationship with God. It takes you from prayer. It focuses you on yourself. Um, And I think that's really scary is that we're finding our worth and truth of social media and likes and comments and what is beautiful on social media. And we're not finding it in the truth of the gospel because the truth of the gospel is that God says that you are beautiful. You're wonderfully made that you have a purpose. He says all this about you, but we are choosing social media over that. And that's just like, that's very interesting. So what do you think would help with balancing?
1: Balancing. I, I feel like I'm not the greatest um, to give advice on this, but I think the biggest thing that has helped me is to really just take time off, to really root myself in what's important and what's going to add value and add worth to my life and not take it away. Mm -hmm. And so if Instagram, TikTok, any of those things are taking value away and take, making me feel like I'm not the person that God wants me to be, like I'm not wonderfully and beautifully made, then I found, I found for myself that it was stepping away to really take time for myself. And, um, some people are not going to want to do that and that's fine. And I'm not saying that that's something that you need to go do right now. Go delete all of your things. But like Peyton said, I find it important to look at your life as a whole and figure out, is this worth it? Like, is it worth me sitting in my bed crying at night? For me, it was a no. It was a hard no. (laughs) And I could not function anymore. You're done. Yeah, No. bye. Um, And I think that it's important to, know that it's gonna feel hard at first like anything anything's difficult at first when I first got rid of social media I would turn to my phone all the time and be like oh wait it's not there mm-hmm. but after time it became easy and it became something that I didn't crave anymore um and I am back on it I know I'm sitting here saying I didn't crave it anymore I am back on it um but I think everything that Payton said is exactly what you need to do. The enemy, the things that identify the enemy or is that he wants to still kill and destroy. That's that's his ammo. And if that's how you feel in moments with social media or if it plays on your weaknesses, then I would encourage you to not have those negative things infiltrate in your mind. Like that's not what you want because that pushes out all of the good things and all of the happy thoughts that you have. And all of a sudden now it's like, we've said, it's the enemy and he's using it as his ammo. Yeah. So, And
0: I think that's hard for me too, because especially because I'm on Christian TikTok, I've talked about this a lot, but it's like social media sometimes has the power to like, encourage me and like hear verse or like, a sermon that I wouldn't know was out there, and so, and then it's added with music, so it's like extra hyped up, and then you're like, wow, like that was beautiful, <laughs> and it's like moved me to do things sometimes, but then other times it's like you get that little spark of something, then then I start to spiral because I'll see something and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, why are they thinking that way? Or oh my gosh, like I've I found myself like doubting certain things. Like most of my seasons of doubts have been when I've been more in social media than I have been in truth, and I think God has been like, hey, pay M. It's time for you to find yourself back in truth. And that's why I'm glad that we're doing this podcast today because he's shown me like so much of this truth recently with social media. And I think he's teaching me that balance, I think is important that I want to share with you guys. Um, but there's also like so many concerns that I have with society like on social media. And I'm sure that Brooke has a lot too with raising a child in this age of social media. Um, but I, I do, I feel like the, the enemy is using these algorithms to put in lies in our social media feeds and ultimately pit us against each other. Like there's so much heated content on social media, whether that's around presidential thing or sexuality or religion, like we have this freedom of speech in America. And I feel like social media is like, pushing it out there of one, giving us everything tailored to our liking, making us more extreme back on that we're getting our news from social media that is tailored to us, making us super extreme in our specific beliefs that we are intolerant of what other people say. And like you see that all over Twitter
1: you know? And it's also crazy. Somebody said this to me the other day when we were talking, I was like, wow, that's, I've not really thought of it that way before, but because everything is at the palm of our hand in a phone, a tablet, a computer, social media is so prevalent. Everyone uses it. Things that used to not make a lot of noise or would happen, And you would not really hear much about it. It's because like, if you th- I know this is way like way pushing it back but <laughs> you had to like send it by horse and drawn carriage to get it somewhere like a yeah. letter so it was very hard to hear about things that happened all over the world now we hear about it instantly whatever happens it's instantly heard about and i think that causes a lot of fear. And whenever there's fear involved, then that is going to heighten your emotions. When people are fearful, they're going to have heightened emotions. And because of that, now all of these things are now getting pushed out to our children, to our, I mean, like everyone, all of these things are getting pushed out to us at the click of a button. Whereas before it wouldn't have happened or, or you wouldn't have heard about it. Or when you did hear about it, it was like way not as, intense in that moment um so yeah that's the thing too
0: I've like watched this Netflix show this is like a very secular show though but it's hype house and it's literally about like the people on TikTok like their hype house thing Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how their biggest fear is being canceled like do you know how scary that is like the whole entire nation can cancel you and be like you're done for one thing you say like it's Mm -hmm. like there's no room for mistakes. And yeah. that's what the enemy is doing through social media is one, he's entertaining you. We've talked about all these things, but just another layer to that is that he's pitting us against each other. And we know that's not what the Bible has for us. The God, God tells us like, they will know that you're my disciples with how you love one another. Thank Cause God. that's, yeah, that's God's design for us as a body in Christ. Is We should be working as a Christian. I want to challenge you to this whatever you see on social media, I want you to think it again. And I want you to focus on loving, loving, even if someone doesn't agree with you, like we have to be set apart from society. Like we can be in the world, but we cannot be conformed to it, you yeah, know? Okay. And it's so like, especially like another example of this is like prom dress shopping. Oh my gosh. We have a whole like prom dress Instagram account where everyone posts their progress and it should just be like that's just so different than from how it used to be. Like, it didn't matter if you match, but it matters if you match now. And if you match, <laughs> we're going to have beef. And then if someone, like, literally I'm hearing girls talking about how ugly this girl's dress is behind, like social media, like it can be so amazing, but it is
1: so hard to keep it that way. Yeah. And kids, children in this time are, that is why suicide rates, Are so astronomical right now is because children used to could go to school and whatever happened happened at school. The bullying, the he said she said stuff, all could have happened, and then they go home and they had relief. That's no longer the thing anymore. There's even a whole nother layer of abuse that these children are having to go through at home. And so they're not getting relief from it. And Mm I am going to take this moment right now to talk just for one quick second about the power of kindness. And I see it so much right now, even in my class that I have um, right now at school, we've got to be kind to one another. Like, I don't care if you don't like somebody or you don't think that they're who you want to be friends with. That's fine. I'm not telling you that you should like everyone because quite frankly, I don't like everyone. But- It is important for us to be kind and to love everybody. You have no clue what people are going through every day. No clue. You have no clue what they're going home to, what their mental game is, what they're fighting for mentally, what is happening in their families. We have no clue what's going on. And we, you have no idea if you say something nice to somebody, or if you do a good deed to somebody, how that could change their life, because it could, it could, that could be like the one thing that they needed to hear to change their life. And y'all, it is, I can't even like put into words how devastating it is that we are just a world of hate. There is so much hate and I don't understand why there's so much hate. What do we have to hate? We, yeah. we, I, I just, no words. Yeah. Just it's, be kind. It's, <laughs> Kindness is cool with a K, <laughs> A-O-O-L.
0: I'm a school teacher. <laughs> no, I just, it is hard. Um, and I like get really emotional just thinking about it because like, if we really just took a step back and we like breathe for a moment, and I, I'm so thankful for this year in high school, junior year. It is a lot about politics. And I've talked about my AP Lang class a lot. I'm like, I'm such a high schooler on this podcast, but like, really, like I am faced with this head on and you have to work, at, look at your words. And this is why I'm saying we need to root ourselves in truth because I'm fearful that us as a society is finding our worth and our truth is becoming social media. And I've said that before. But our truth is in social media. Our world is social media, and social media changes and it flips on you with cancel culture. It causes you to view someone in a certain way different than an image bearer of God. And that is a simple division. And the enemy is going to use that. And it's going to use it by looking at this harmless thing that's supposed to connect us as really driving us further away. And I think that's when you have to realize that there is a problem, that we can use this for good because God does use this things that end up being bad for good. He can use it for you to spread the gospel. school. We're using it for this podcast. We're, we're spreading God's word through this podcast on Instagram and it can be used for good, but you have to consistently be checking your heart and checking where that stereotype comes in. Cause you can walk into school, even being a Christian and have this view of unbelievers that keeps you from pursuing a relationship with them. And that relationship ultimately could bring them to Jesus. Our own simple pride is what is pitting us against each other. And we are forgetting that if we all just focused on God who created us, that we all have flaws, there wouldn't be these divisions. And it's just so hard because we are all one human race. We are all, we are all image bearers of God. And so nobody should have a say over anybody because we've all fallen short, even in the Christian community. I had a bunch of girls come up to me and ask me why certain Christians are so hateful towards one another. And it made me like literally want to throw up and cry because that's how people see Christians. And there's, there's plenty of people who have seen Christianity and they've heard Christianity, but they've never really heard the gospel. And that's what we need to work on. That's that's a whole nother message though, other than social media, but like just getting the guts to spread the gospel because that's what these people need, you know? Yeah. But do you have any last like encouragement or your experience with balancing how like we can fall short? Like there needs to be encouragement in that because this is not like a end all be all, like it is a journey. And I think Brooke and I know that very well. But like, do you have any advice? Like things that you think and you feel when you fail and how you get out of that.
1: I think the biggest thing is just to, whenever you feel like you, you've you failed or you're going through a rut in whatever it is that you're struggling with, whether it's social media or food or depression or anything, I think the biggest thing is to root it back to truth. Like Peyton said, I think that if you can always come back to that truth, then everything's going to seem... Fairly simple. So I think just taking the time to talk to God, to turn off all electronics and have moments where you're outside, spending time with family, reading, doing whatever it is that you enjoy that's not social media is really going to encourage you and give you the energy and the willpower and the self love to get rid of or change whatever habits there are that you have.
0: Yeah, that was good. Brooke literally just said my thoughts, but um, yeah, just when you fail, realize that God's not mad at you. I think that's another good point is just like, and know specifically me, I'm not legalistic, but I have tendencies of feeling like I have to be perfect. And I think that is part of social media as well. It's feeling like we have to be a perfect Christian, but we never are and that's the beauty of the gospel is realizing that we aren't perfect and like god puts his arm around you and tells you i never told you to be anybody but my child and to go to him um so i my encouragement would just be to today pray about it realize what social media might be hindering you or or what content or whatever it is what is hindering you from loving people and um Living in freedom because God doesn't want us to live in bondage. And I know when you sense those things, I know specifically for me, I can be like, but I love it so much. I love TikTok, but it's hurting me. It is. And I see the pattern. And so, for instance, today I had to delete TikTok. I'll probably get on it at some point because I do share the gospel through TikTok specifically as well. But there has to be a limit and a time. So I want you to take that and I want you to realize even if you fail, do it again. That's what your Christian walk is, is doing it again, getting back up, carrying your cross.
1: So, yeah. and remember ev- everything that you see is only part of the story. Mm-hmm. It's only part of it. Not everybody has a perfect life. So take all of that and keep on walking strong.
0: Yep. That's that it. So we hope you guys <laughs> like listening to this, make sure to share it. We're really trying to give back to you. Like we really like this stuff guys I'm not kidding I it's like in my room and I want it and I'm saving it for you guys because (laughs) I love you yes Um, we love you we
1: want to do this more and more so (laughs) let's go yep it's competition now (laughs) all right
0: well thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time bye guys for listening to the Struggling Beautifully podcast. We are so glad to have you join us on this journey. Don't forget to follow our Instagram and our TikTok at Struggling Beautifully pod so you can see when we upload new episodes every Monday as well as be filled with daily encouragement and scripture.